$3 million? Yeah, that 23.2 sounds a lot better than 43, especially if you're not sure what you're going to do with him. So long term, this makes sense in the next few years, knowing what the money is going to be to build around him and you're securing to a spot as a franchise quarterback. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much what I said, man. You're not fully committed, but you're committed. You know what I mean? Smart business move. One of the smartest moves that the Dolphins ever did. <laughs> um, but yeah, most definitely. Uh... My thoughts, my opinion. Sports podcast. Yo, what it is? Welcome back to another episode of MTMO Sports Podcast, Doug. Yo. I just got to tell y'all, man, I, I'm here. I finally made it. This is my 100th thought. Here, I made it. Yes. Yeah, this has been one of my many uh, milestones that I was trying to get to, and I made a, a, a goal, and I stuck to it. <laughs> I actually stuck to this goal, man. I said, yo, on my 100th episode, my hundredth thought, it will be visual and audio, and your boy finally did it. I found the way. I knocked on that door, and I'm here, Doug. So, on this special episode, my one hundredth thought, I got the dopest topics to talk about uh, this episode. You feel me? We're going to get into the Ravens, because these guys, it's not making good moves right now. I, I, I'm not understanding what are they doing. So I'm definitely going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about the NFL news because the NFL has been buzzing. Buzzing, Doug. And I can't wait to get into that. And, of course, you know, I got some NBA talk. I got some hooping talk. Fred Van Vliet most definitely got into it with the refs. I'm going to give you my opinion on that. And the rain man, Sean Kemp, sent the news about something that I didn't expect him to be in the news about. So we most definitely gonna get into that, man. So let's get straight into it. Let's go. Alright. My 410 Baltimore Ravens. Woo! All I just wanna say is, oh my god! What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Because right now, it's not looking, it's it's just not, it's not looking good right now. It's most definitely making me say, Hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm not understanding what my guys is doing. So, we're going to start off with the Lamar talk. Because you already know that's the most buzz that's going around in our camp right now. Lamar, most definitely, did not get that damn contract. And I don't know what the hell the Ravens is doing. I don't know what the hell is they thinking. I, I, I understand these talking about they had three to four plans with and without Lamar, but um, it's, 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 it's not looking good to me. <laughs> it's, it's really not, man. So they signed Lamar to the franchise tag. And it's, uh, what is it, non-exclusive, all-exclusive? I have a franchise tag. It's, it's something new that it, in the NFL talked to me. Never heard about it. So they signed him to this $32.4 million contract, what they gave him. You know what I mean? They they. Lamar didn't sign it. And um, they also told Lamar that he most definitely can go ahead and shop for other teams. Try to figure out if there another offer out there that's worth, I mean, that's better than what the Ravens is offering. So they're doing that. And right now, nobody's biting. Nobody's even thinking about it. It's, it's little talks, little crumbles coming about, talking about uh, 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 there's some teams that's emerging. But Remember, it's the end of the season. There's a lot of teams talking about, oh, the Dolphins. Oh, this team. Oh, the Jets. Oh, the Las Vegas Raiders. All these teams was talking about in the running for Lamar, but they ran from Lamar. They got low. They, and I felt like they, they said. Is that like a personal attack or something? I think it is a personal attack on Lamar, man. I, I, I think they, they trying to. They're trying to try to make it seem like my man is a bum. My man is no good. He's trash. He's a quarterback that shouldn't shouldn't have been signed. I think Lamar is worth 
whatever he's asking for. Now, I understand uh, Deshaun Watson had that 230 fully guaranteed. And Lamar is looking for something in that nature. Um, and at the same time, I don't think Deshaun Watson should have got that fully guaranteed. I think, and I keep telling people, I believe that the Cleveland Browns most definitely only did that out of desperation that because they 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 had no um they had no they ain't believed that they was in the running to get Deshaun. They thought Deshaun was gonna go, you know, to Miami. You know, Miami's always in the talk with these uh high priced quarterbacks, but never get them. Pay attention to that. But um, you know, uh now that Deshaun the Browns have said, hey. We gave you that chance. You gave you you gave us the deal and all that other good stuff on that one year contract. Now it's time to renegotiate this contract because we're gonna need some players to get up here for you to uh, ball out with. We're gonna have to try to resign some of these players. And Deshaun Watson, being the guy that he is, he restructured that contract. I don't know all the uh, details to that contract. I made sure I had that for y'all by the uh, beginning of the season. But most definitely, Lamar now it should be. Thinking about, all right, if Deshaun don't have that 230 fully guaranteed, let's bring this number down some. Because honestly, people kept asking me, what would it take for Lamar to uh, get signed with the Ravens? I said it's going to probably take 200 mil. And I'm still standing on that strong, and I think it's going to be 200 mil. Now, is it going to be, I think it's going to have to take that the Ravens is most definitely going to have to give up at least 160 mil guarantee, and then he's going to have to get incentives. To most definitely get up to that 200 uh, mil. Don't know how you can quite work that out, but I'm pretty sure there's something that the Ravens should be thinking about. You feel me? Um, also, at the same time, um, Lamar, you can't be too greedy on this deal because you got to also think about us signing more players, up signing weapons, wide receivers most definitely because now that Greg Roman is gone, it's time to, uh, it's time to see what you can do in this passing game, not just one, one, run. I hope Todd Munkin most definitely can can keep the run aspect of the game because that's where the Ravens is most dominant. And it's in the run game. And long as they can keep the run game and add that pass game, we can be we can we can make some noise. You know, we can be in that conversation probably being deep in an AFC playoffs. But first thing first man the Ravens most definitely gonna have to sign Lamar to a long uh deal contract. He has to. We have to. Um I know a lot of people is most definitely saying that um, they think Lamar is done with the Ravens. I don't think so. Just because you're having a disagreement doesn't mean you have to be done with them. You're just having a disagreement. You just can't agree onto this contract. You know what I mean? It's just that I think that the Ravens felt like we got hurt the last quarterback contract we signed. When we signed Joe Flacco, we had to get back to reality. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and we got hurt. On that uh Joe Flacco deal, most definitely got hurt, and I think that's where the Ravens is is is, is stuck at. They don't want to get hurt, and I don't think Lamar is going to hurt them or burn them. But as for the last two last seasons, Lamar haven't finished the season now. Now I'm pretty sure it's due to other stuff. There's a lot of things that's been going on in this Ravens camp that um we most definitely need to pay attention to, but. Lamar, uh, that's what the Ravens is probably holding up against Lamar, is that you didn't finish the season yet. Why should we pay you this amount of money if you can't finish the season? But that also can contribute to the, the Ravens had a fucking F and a goddamn um, strength and conditioning. And I'm so glad we got rid of him. So glad he got fired. Hopefully, the rest of the staff don't suffer. But maybe if they have to, then hey, that's part of the business. Y'all shouldn't have got an F-. minus. Like, who the hell gets a damn F-? minus? Like, how do you get, how do you fail that? So, hopefully we can get a new strength and conditioning coach. Hopefully we can get a new staff in there. Hopefully they can be better for the Ravens. Hopefully that we won't have, get bitten by the injury bug this shit and we got to go and have to really use it. So, it, 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 it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to do, uh, to do in this Ravens camp, man, because now the defense is kind of missing a, a, a chain to their length. We also traded away Chuck Clark. It's like, woo! That was the guy that was calling plays. That was the guys that was getting everybody lined up and, and, and ready. Now, understand that they felt like Roquan Smith was about to be that guy, is that leader, is that, is that Ray Lewis-esque, you know, player. 
But uh, getting rid of Chalk Clock, man, really hurts. It it it, it really hurts. Um, he he was the most definitely uh um a guy that was underrated and unappreciated, kind of. The Ravens most definitely appreciate him, but other teams been passed on him. You know, what I mean, he fell into like the fifth or sixth round in the draft before the Ravens found him. And he and he worked his way, he worked his ass all the way to a starting spot. Now, I think the Jets will get better now on that defensive side because they have a guy that can he's versatile. He can play inside that box. He can play against the tight end. He can most definitely play that two deep uh covers. So trading uh Chuck Clark, uh I hope Hamilton is ready. I hope uh whoever else is gonna be playing beside Marcus Williams is ready to uh step that game up. And be efficient and be um, a true uh, warrior out there. Because you're going to have some big shoes to fill with Chuck Clark not there. The Ravens most definitely going to have to worry about this back end of the other defense period. Because if we're going to sign Marcus Peters back, we wasn't in on that Jalen Ramsey deal who who Miami stole. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think Miami gave away a third round pick to, for uh, Jalen Ramsey. It's like, wow. Wow, where we where were we at, Ravens? Where were we at, the cost? I understand that Lamar is first on that list right now, but come on, man, don't let this free agency go like this. We gotta most definitely get back to reality. More now. <laughs> um. Also, the Ravens got some players that's taking some pay cuts. You know, like uh, um Michael Pierce and Gus Edwards. It's taking some pay cuts to you know to make sure they can have a spot on the team next year. Which is dope. Michael Pierce, we most definitely need you to take that pay cut because, my guy, you didn't even play half the season. I, I forgot that you was even on the team. Uh, and Gus Edwards, man, don't get me wrong, man. I believe you worth every penny, every money. And, um, you know, you coming back off an of ACL injury uh, previous, and you played one hell of a year, even though you didn't get that much bump down the end of the season. You know, I, I'm not understanding what was up with that. I'm glad Greg Roman is gone. Hopefully, you and Dob Dobbins can take over that running back spots like y'all supposed to have been doing. Ground and pound all day. You know what I mean? Gus the bus. We, we, I'm glad he took a pay cut. I'm glad that the Ravens was able to keep him happy and keep him there. You know what I mean? Now we got to bring some more talent because the more talent that we bring in, we can compete. And speaking of that talent, man, what some of the Ravens reps went and watched OBJ work out. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm hearing the buzz that OBJ, uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to go, want him to come to the Jets. You know, but later I'm going to talk about that. But far as the Ravens, man, that would be a good look if we can sign Lamar and OBJ. That would be a good look. Bashar Bateman come back healthy. We get uh, OG, OBJ on the other side. You got Devin Duvernay that can play that slot and, 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 and play that gadget role. That would be dope. You know what I mean? That would be an offense that is going to be kind of unstoppable. All you got to do is worry about that defense of not letting um, not letting up. Not let these teams come back and win on us. So that's most definitely going to have to be the formula of success of winning. And with that formula of success of winning, I already mentioned that Greg Roman stepped down. He's out the door. Todd Munkin is in. I hope he, the same type of energy and, and he brought to Georgia atmosphere. Excuse me. That's the same type of atmosphere we need up in Baltimore, Doug. Most definitely because uh, I, I believe he brings um, great skill set, great um, IQ over the game. Um, now, it's just like I said, we just need a quarterback so he can most definitely learn his tendencies and what he don't like, what he don't, what he dislike, and 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 stuff like that. And hopefully, we can make Lamar. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. Hopefully, he can strengthen Lamar. Uh, attributes, especially in the throwing. If he can hit uh, Mark Andrews and he can hit Bateman when he come back healthy and Duvernay and whoever else we hopefully we sign in this free agency, that that will make us look scary. It'll make us look like a team that's competing for a championship and not just a playoff. You feel me? So I, I, I just really hope that Todd Monken brings that atmosphere like he did in Georgia, man. And I already told y'all that um Steve Saunders the strength and conditioning coach is out. Good. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. Don't want to be ya. Because, man, he he was trash, man. He was making us look like... You know what I mean? Every week, every time I find out that Ravens 
injury was happening it was just leaving me emotional damage. You know what I mean? And it's just like, ugh, man. So there you have it, man. That's my little rant for my Ravens, man. I I, I really hope, like I say, they get Lamar signed, and we we bring some good talent down there. We 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 most definitely deserve that, and we 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 should get it. You know what I mean? So let's go with the NFL news now. Let's move it on. Let's go. All right. If you don't know now, you're about to know. But I'm pretty sure you already know if you're a sports junkie, though. Derek Carr signed the four-year 150 mil with the New Orleans Saints. So shout out to the Saints and Derek Carr. Um, Y'all already know uh, I, I always got the clips on deck on this. And one of my favorite uh, girls that's on the TV, Joy, um, has something to say about it. Let's go ahead and tune in about it. I love it. I don't know what's not to love. Derek Carr is clearly a leader. He's clearly a, a, a veteran, a guy who's been through a lot of controversy. He can now go to a place that doesn't have a lot of controversy, right. that has a good defense. People forget. People forget that defense in Vegas was bad, bad last year. Mm -hmm. And if you are the quarterback, you got to overcome a really bad defense, not a middle defense, not just an okay defense, one of the worst in the league. You have to pick up the slack for that when you are on the offense and you're the quarterback, which means there's more pressure on the offense, which means they're pushing, which means more mistakes, which I think played a role in his bad season last year. I don't think Derek Carr is bad. I think he's not great. I think he's good enough. And particularly for this division, as we all just went down, I mean, you got Desmond Ritter, Kyle Trask, Matt Corral, or a rookie. Mm -hmm. They got the defense already. It's a steady organization, and we probably should have seen this coming because Dennis Allen drafted Derek Carr. Yeah. He was there for four games and then got fired because Derek Carr went through six coaches when he was in Las Vegas. But they have a relationship. So that's, that, that's clearly something that's important to Derek Carr as well is relationships. He has weapons, as you mentioned, and the Saints are an organization that is well-run. They draft well. They have a good defense. They've got a great fan base. Everyone's going to embrace him there. It's not going to be this wishy-washy type of situation. Great ownership. So I think, it's a, I think it's a good situation. How far they will go in the postseason, that's going to depend on Derek Carr and his play. Yeah. That's what's really going to come down to. They're clearly – I love it. So, yeah, I most definitely can agree with Troy. Um, I think it's a good move for Derek Carr. Now that Tom Brady has moved on, that a, that NFC self is, is wide open. It's, it's for anybody. You know what I mean? And why not go down there? With that great defense that, not great, but that good defense that the Saints have, you got uh, Michael Thomas that just restructured his deal um, to a one-year, I think, 10 mil, something in that nature. So you have a number one wide receiver again, even though you had Devontae. Um, you got Alvin Kamara. Hopefully he can get his legal troubles and everything situated there. Um, and then once again, that defense. Good organization. Great fan base, all that. Dark Carr was, it wasn't a problem. I think it was Josh McDaniels. We most definitely going to see how if if Garoppolo is up in Las Vegas now. Now he's that starting quarterback there now. Um, most definitely going to get into that one too. Um, but as far as Dark Carr, I, good move. I don't think there's the championship team yet. No. Is they playoff ready? Maybe. You know, I mean, they was almost slid into the playoffs last year. So, with a good quarterback play, Jameis Winston is most definitely playing that backup role. I think the Saints can can make some noise. I am not betting on the Saints like how I did last year because just because they look good on paper, that means they're going to do good in the season. But right there, Dark Carr, good move, good move. Um, another good move, Geno Smith back to the uh, Seattle Seahawks with a three-year, hundred and five mil. Um, I think the Seahawks did a great move, did a right move um, to bring um, Geno back. That was that was the best move that you can do because there's no really no good quarterback that was going to do better than Geno, honestly, in my opinion. Um, I think that also gives you time to when you can go in the draft, you can uh, draft the quarterback, you can groom the quarterback, and you can you know try to give him some time to to go underneath Geno. You know, cause you see that's all Geno needed was some time. The right system, the, the in the right place, boom! Now look at him. Got a got a got a got a nice contract. You feel me? So I most definitely um, 
can see Geno and the Seahawks making the playoffs. They got they got they got some moves to make, but securing Geno and not going through a quarterback controversy was was a good move for the Seahawks. Um, also, that's not going to um, a, a quarterback controversy. It's the it's the Miami Dolphins. Um, I believe that uh, that that's also a decent move for the Dolphins to pick up Tua. Um, I think Tua will most definitely uh, uh, had a bad season. He had a terrible season last year. There's it's no doubt about it on that. You know what I mean? Um, I just think that uh, uh, a Tua, that offensive line has to get way better. That's the main focus of what the Dolphins should do. Now that you believe that, um, you don't believe in Tua, kind of. You just believe that he got a raw deal last year with that bad offensive line. So if you can protect Tua, and 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 uh, uh uh keep him make sure he don't hit he don't become injury prone um the dolphins can win dolphins can win that division maybe because you got to remember the dolphins was was on top of that division when Tua was playing now like i said Tua didn't play as many games got hot you know what i mean but at the same time the dolphins is is really based on they got to have a good quarterback play um I guess the Dolphins already seen that they, I guess they wasn't in the, the um, Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. So they was like, bring Tua back. You know, maybe next year we can do something, you know. And also Joy has said something about this. I love it. Commit to Tua. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers. You mentioned Lamar Jackson. How many other guys, we were talking about it before we came on. Mm-hmm. How many other guys have been linked to this position since Tua's been there? Send a message to Tua as the guy. Stop having us in this conversation about sweepstakes for this and this person and this trade for this. And is Tua going to come back? First of all, you answered the question of if he's going to come back healthy, as you just mentioned. Obviously, the Dolphins feel like he is healthy enough to be the starter again next year. They're having very serious conversations with his doctors throughout the postseason, offseason. So they had their answer there. But also, this is smart money-wise. We don't know mm-hmm. if Tua is the long-term future for the Dolphins. I, I think, think even so. the biggest Tua advocates this year had questions about that. Mm-hmm. But if he comes back healthy, if he's available, they win games. He's a winner. He's an efficient passer. He's a clearly a leader. And now he can be comfortably the face of the organization. It's also really smart. This is what the Giants didn't do. Daniel Jones played well enough for a big contract, and now they kind of had to give it to him. If you have to franchise tag Tua next year instead of picking up his op- option, it will be around $43 million. Yeah, that 23.2 sounds a lot better than 43, especially if you're not sure what you're going to do with him. So long term, this makes sense in the next few years, knowing what the money is going to be to build around him, and you're securing Tua's spot as the franchise quarterback. I- yeah, pretty much. Pretty much what I said, man. You, you're not fully committed, but you're committed. You know what I mean? Smart business moves. One of the smartest moves that the Dolphins ever did. <laughs> um, but, yeah, most definitely a smart move. And just like what Joy was just saying, let's, let's go to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones got a four-year, 160 mil. Woo-woo! He's just like four or five mil a year behind Patrick Mahomes. Whoa! Getting that. Wow. Man. Um, also, I think that was a smart move for the Giants. Um, I think that Daniel Jones played well enough to get that contract, and he should have most definitely got that contract. Um, I don't think the Giants was was thinking about franchise attack. It was either we give him a big contract or we had to let him go. I think that's where the Giants was looking at, at Daniel Jones. Um, is it the best move? For the Giants, for right now, yes, because it's not like Danny Dimes is 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 a bad quarterback. It's not Sam Donald or anything in that nature, or Baker Mayfield or somebody that can't really stick to a team. You know what I mean? Danny Dimes finally got the Giants into the playoffs. Um, not just him, but you know, uh, he had no big time wide receiver to throw to, but the Giants was able to beat the Vikings in the first round of playoffs, and you know almost survived that second round. So, I think Daniel Jones getting that contract was good. Um, is he the best option for right now? Yes. Um, if I'm the Giants, I most definitely will find going to draft again. Maybe not this year, maybe next year, something in that nature to um, to make sure that he has competition light up on him. You don't want him to get comfortable and, and he uh, 
most he, he and he don't have no uh competition and he he doesn't excel he just coast to where he's at now you know what i mean you want him to at least excel a little bit more so i i think that's where the the giants that's what the giants should do they tag shake uh saquon barkley um which is i think is a good safe move um saquon is injury plague a little bit um he had one hell of a season last year. He was a top five running back in the uh, in the rushing yards. Um, like I said, he was also the guy to help Daniel Jones and that team to get into the playoffs. Um, I just think that uh, the Giants and Saquon can get a deal done. It probably won't be no big deal. Um, I can see him maybe getting a one or two year deal, maybe a two year deal, because you already kind of gave him the franchise tag. You you're looking to just give him that one year. So I think you should give him two years, maybe. Try to see if he can, him and Danny, Danny, uh, Daniel Jones can stay, uh, have a good another good year together. Um, I think that's a good duo. And then if you get a receiver, um, with them, it could be a good trio. You know, Danny Dimes, like I said, he's not a bad quarterback. Uh, Saquon is most definitely not a bad running back. They just they need some help. They need somebody to give it to. Um, other than just Saquon and and. I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, Rudolph's not going to be there, but uh, that tight end is. I'm pretty sure they'll be looking for, you know, something. Oh, you know what? They got Darren Waller today. There you go. That's the answer right there. Not the answer. If Darren Waller can stay healthy too, so Darren Waller, uh, Saquon, and Danny and Danny Dimes. That's not a bad team. That's an okay team. That's that's maybe. You can most definitely get you in the second round, but these guys, these two guys, Saquon and and, and Darren Waller, most definitely gotta stay healthy. I almost let that one slip away, man. Give myself a pat on the back on that one. <laughs> um, what else happened in NFL news? Oh, uh, the Bears traded away their number one pick to the Panthers, and by them trading away their pick, they most they got a, a big time wide receiver. Big time wide receiver and DJ Moore, man. That's and, and that's all Justin Fields needed. We all kept saying if Justin Fields had would have somebody to throw the ball to, somebody. The the Bears can be a different team. Now we was all thinking like what the hell they was doing when they got rid of Khalil Mack and and Roquan Smith and 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 we was like man what what's going on? But it looks like that the the Bears have a plan. They, they, they say, we let Roquan go ahead, go away, but we can go ahead and sign, uh, uh what's his name, Tremaine Evans, if, if I'm not mistaken, to a, a nice, healthy contract. If I'm not mistaken, like four years, 72 mil, something in that nature. Um, So the Bears, are, uh, we all thought they was looking to rebuild, but it looks like they're just trying to piece everything back together off of Justin Fields and what's, Better for Justin Fields to build around and getting DJ Moore a top wide receiver. Um, you still got uh Chase Claypool. Hopefully, you still have Mooney, and uh, you got David Montgomery as your running back. Hopefully, they can get a uh uh every down, maybe a three down back. Um, the Bears can be scary. Now they just need to. Uh, they got what Eddie Jackson is there as safety. They just got throw some corners. You know, what I mean, get some defensive line. The Bears can most definitely, if I'm not mistaken, I think I called out and said that the Bears was going to win the NFC North. Since now that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers is gone, I don't really believe in the Vikings. Um, is because they over here thinking about uh, should they reach um, resign Kirk Cousins deal? Um, Justin Justin Jefferson is the only guy there. Dalvin Cook is a thousand yard back, but he also stay hurt. Um, the Detroit Lions, ah. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get over that hump yet. Uh, if the Bears keep building the way they're doing right now, um, I think they can beat Detroit. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. The Chicago Bears is going to win that NFC North division. Right there. I just said it. Um, What else has happened? Oh, Derek Henry is also on the trading block. That's like big surprise of news. I don't, Tennessee has looked like they're just trying to get rid of everybody now. They said we is in full rebuild mode. So if they get ready, uh, if Dark Henry um gets traded, man, Dark Henry, whew, where would he fit at, man? It, it's mm. 
the Los Angeles Chargers. I see they looking to trade Austin out a little way. So maybe Derek Henry can go there. He could be their, you know, workhorse. Um, where else Derek Henry can go? Um shoot. If Miami wanna keep being greedy, why not side Derek Henry? If you wanna find a way to protect uh Tua, why not have Derek Henry down there? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it's just like it, Derek Henry. I didn't expect Tennessee to let him go. I thought he was just going to finish his career down Tennessee or as long as he could. But it looks like Tennessee is trying to rebuild, so don't have much information on that. But I'm going to have to look on that, especially if he get traded. Um, Aaron Rodgers is traded to the Jets. Now, I'm pretty sure y'all seen that. I can't wait to see. Uh, is he going to send the Jets through the saga as he's in Green Bay? Or is he going to report the training camp and all this other stuff? Because um, I see that he's already making demands as he's going in. He's trying to get Adam Lazard from the Packers, but I think he's a free agent. They're trying to get Randall Cobb. He requested uh, OBJ. So it's like Aaron Rodgers is saying, look, if y'all most definitely want me to come down here in these Jets uniforms, you're going to have to go in my demand. And see, and that's where Green Bay fucked up at. That's where he fucked Green Bay team up at. You know what I mean? Taking all these long times and only thinking about himself. If you really thinking about these other players, take a pay cut, my man. You know what I mean? Lower your funds down some so you can uh, get these players. Now, I'm pretty sure you can get Randall Cobb and, and Alan Lazard on a, on a cheap deal. You know what I mean? On, on a cheap pickup. But at the same time, everybody's not going to keep taking pay cuts and, and, and all this other shit. And if you don't need to take a pay cut, you're the leader of the team. Nah, right, Doug. Anywho, I, I still don't believe Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are a Super Bowl bound team. Um, I don't even know if they are a playoff team yet. Well, you know what? I think they are a playoff team, but it's that's that's that division is already tough. You got the Bills, you got the Dolphins. Already said they they already building. Um, and also the Dolphins went and got Jalen Ramsey. So uh, yeah. So you you know you got the Bills, you got the Dolphins. Who else is in that? Uh. AFC, oh, the Patriots and the Jets. So that's, you know, I mean, I'm not saying the Patriots. Sorry, Rod. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that the Patriots is most definitely built better than the Jets right now because the Jets got got one hell of a team. Um, but at the same time, um, um, I think the Jets will be better than the Patriots then because Aaron Rodgers got good regular season success. He's been uh, back-to-back MVP. He also, uh, even though the Packers didn't get into the playoffs, but, you know, they, they got hot at the wrong time. If they'd have got hot in the middle of the season, right after, um, uh, what was that, Thanksgiving, I think the Packers would have made the playoffs. But as they kept being an up-and-down team, man, you know, it was hard for Aaron Rodgers and them to get in the playoffs. Um, so I think the Jets can, it's going to be tough, but I, I, I can kind of see them sneaking into the playoffs. But that AFC is just, so Trump type, you know what I mean? You still got the Bills in that division. You got the Dolphins in that division. Outside the division, you got Kansas City. Um, you got, uh, uh, if Las Vegas and if, if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and, and McDaniels can, you know, get good on this offense, then, you know, the Raiders can be a good team. So, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's most definitely going to be a must-watch see for this trade. Um can we most definitely uh, see Aaron Rodgers in the, uh, fall his way out the playoffs? Both back-to-back years. So it's the most, in- most interesting thing to see. Uh, another big trade that happened that just came across my um, news feed. Stephon Gilmore is traded to the Dallas Cowboys. That is a big, big trade for the Dallas Cowboys. That defense just got a little bit better. With a solid corner that's most definitely can can play his man and and enforce the turnovers and have a lot of pass deflects, it's most definitely going to help Trevon Diggs out, um, which is the corner who like to gamble a lot. But now that uh, you have a corner that can most definitely hold down his side, you know what I mean, or hold down his man, depending on how the Cowboys are going to run that defense. You can now you can afford Travion Diggs to go ahead and gamble and and and, and take some risks 
on some plays because that's going to probably be the side that they tried to throw to the most. You know what I mean? Stephon, Stephon Gilmore is, is, is a solid. He's a solid DB, man. And once again, the Ravens, where we was at on this trade, man, because if I'm not mistaken, man, he it wasn't a lot to get this guy. It was not a lot. And the Cowboys going to need that help anyway. Is that like a personal attack or something? Yes. To my locked in sports. Man. Um, <laughs> the Cowboys is going to need all the help, especially if Dak Prescott is going to be the turnover machine that he once was last season. That means y'all defense is going to be out in that field all lot. All lot. <laughs> I like your funny words, Magic Man. But, uh, on the serious tip, though, Stephon Gilmore was, was was a big trade, a big pickup for the Dallas Cowboys, man. Now, I'm not, don't go tooting your own horn now and tumbo. Super Bowl, here we come. That's, no, it's not. I'm still not putting y'all in that Super Bowl run, man. I gotta, you, you have to see a lot from Dak Prescott. And y'all, um, that Kellen Moore is not there. We got. We're going to see some stuff. We're going to see some flirt, some flaws. Maybe some. Maybe not some flaws. Hopefully, for y'all sake. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that's pretty much all I got for the NFL. Um, I'm pretty sure there's more things that's happening out there. So as much as y'all stay tuned to ESPN and oh, most definitely y'all stay tuned to ASAP uh, Network. Also, we most definitely deliver some some uh. Big news, trades, and all that good stuff also. So, you know, stay tuned to that. Um, Let's get to the NBA. Let's, let's, let's talk some NBA stuff. Let's talk some hoops real quick. Let's go. Man, Fred Van Leet. That point, I mean, I guess you can call him that combo guard, point guard. For the Toronto Raptors, man, he got into it with the referees, man. And he most definitely said some words. Um, about the referees, and I don't think that he should have got penalized for what he said about the refs. Um, because we've been talking about the refs all season that the refs has been doing a shitty ass job. That the refs most definitely is costing a lot of games for these teams. Um, and I most definitely think that uh uh these refs should be called out. So on March ninth, twenty twenty three, the Toronto Raptors got. Fred VanVleet has been fined thirty thousand for public criticizing criticism of the officiating, and is announced today that Joe Dumas, executive vice president, head of basketball operations, VanVleet made his comments um, to the media following the Raptors' loss, one hundred eight to one hundred uh, to the Clippers. Um, he goes some of this stuff. Really care? I thought you know um, Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple other, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just fucked the game up, you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple, couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a bullshit tech, change the whole dynamic of the game, change the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. They're trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um, just kind of fucks the game up. Nobody's coming to see that shit. They come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. Yeah, it got to be personal. You know what I mean? This, this rough needs to be looked at. And I also think that the wrestler had to give out uh, uh, post-game speeches. I mean, uh, um, um, talk after the games too, man, because it, it's it's not fair that they can go ahead and tighten, say, "Oh, we apologize for this, and and we we're gonna do better next." And I know this other bullshit. It's like I felt where Van Vliet was coming from because you know this this is a little sidetrack. Me and my league that I'm, me and my guys is playing in. We are having one hell of a time of getting calls, period. Um, even when we do drive in the lane and stuff like that, we don't get the calls. And you can clearly see we getting smacked, we getting fouled, um, and we won't get the calls. But turn around on the other end, we'll get the calls. And 
uh, one of my guys had got a tap because he showed emotion. Like, you can't be mad. This, this is what it's about. You, you know, he didn't cuss at you. He didn't He didn't get in your face or anything in that nature. He, he showed emotion. And he gave my man a tap. You know what I mean? We had to eat that. So I most definitely feel where Van Vliet's coming from, man. It, it, some of these refs are fucking the game up. And I've been saying this in the beginning. Uh, one of my episodes, I, I mentioned it that these refs is probably gambling. They probably sports betting. You know what I mean? They need to look into some of these refs. Now, I'm not saying that all refs is doing dirty, but especially if this one particular ref is giving Fred, uh, Van Vliet text each time they he he's, ref, he's officiating the game, that's something to look into. You know what I mean? This guy just not ranting just to be ranting. He gave you facts. Every time that this guy is officiating the game, I get a tech. But I don't get a tech no with no other officiating crew. That's something that uh that the NBA most definitely need to look into. Um I I I I just it, it's just unfair to that guy. You know what I mean? That he he most definitely um pulled his he he he, he just gave emotion, he gave his opinion. You're gonna find a guy thirty thousand for but giving uh him giving his opinion, it's whack, dog. It's, it's it's just it's just phony. You know what I mean, Fred? I'm with you on this one, dog. They most definitely fucked that game up. <laughs> most definitely. Um, real quick, while I'm on 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 it, real quick, my Lakers. Yes, my Lakers. We are in the play-in spot right now. Officially, right now, we are in the ninth seed. We need to get be a little bit higher. Now, mind you, we only like a game and a half, maybe two games out the playoffs. Out the playoffs. So, my Lakers, they're coming. And check my man out. Bubba the Lakers cooking. I'm cooking. Y'all in trouble. AD, all you can give me is eight points, fam. Eight. Trash. <laughs> I want 35 and 20 every mother. You got it in you. You you, you normally ain't been playing. Come on, AD. Eight points, seven shots. Come on, bro. You better have the motherfucking Jordan flu. (laughs) Eight man rotation. Bowling. Let me take you down through there. Talking D'Angelo Russell. You got AD. You got Vanderbilt bowling. You got Troy Brown bowling. Malik Beasley, you better find your motherfucker. The same way you found it with Larson. And I mean, find it now. Schroeder, AR 15, Ruiz, League in trouble. Lakers in six. I don't see it no other way. I told y'all. I told y'all. Lakers in six. Let's go, bro. Let's go, Lakers. Lake show in six, man. I'm with him. I'm right out. Any, especially if Braun come back. But that way how, and now D Lo is back. The way how my Lakers are playing, I don't think. That even the top seed, even Denver, if we so happen to face Denver in the first round, I don't think Denver want that smoke. Honestly, I just don't think so. So, man, shout out to my Lakers, man. Keep balling, because like I said, I, I told my, I told people that we was going to be in the play-in. If we get in the play-in and we healthy and we balling, nobody not fucking with us, dog. Nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, man, on my last top. Man, on my last topic, let's talk about it. Let's go. The Rain Man, Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp uh, was allegedly um, accused in the drive-by. Now, I don't know where um, these facts really came from uh, and who reported some of these facts, but um, as I was doing my investigation and my own research and stuff like that, um, wasn't no drive-by. Wasn't a drive-by, but um, you know, but uh, let me give y'all some of the uh, some of the stats. Former NBA star Sean Kent was arrested on Wednesday of last uh, last week. Was booked in Paris County, Washington jail in the connection with a drive-by shooting. And Tacoma police said that altercation between Occupants of two vehicles near the Tacoma Mall led to shots being fired early that Wednesday afternoon. No injuries were reported and no lives was taken as the cause was fled the scene. Um, later, they was uh, as they were doing that investigation, they was able to 
you know, book Sean Kemp and, and hold him. Even though that Sean Kemp was in charge of nothing, um, he was able to get out in his, uh, on bail or on his own recon. One of the two. Um, uh, first of all, first and foremost, I'm so glad that nobody got hurt. Uh, second, of all, second of all, man, dang. I, all this is over of, if I'm not mistaken, uh, something was taken from um, Sean Kemp, and it, this might allegedly led to a shootout. Don't know. Wasn't there. I don't know. But for with the facts that I do know, uh, like I said, it wasn't a drive-by, so whoever came up with that, that was whack. Uh, number two, glad nobody got hurt. And what the hell? <laughs> rain Man is most definitely making it rain for something, making that name stand for something else, isn't he? Um, and I, I told you I'm glad nobody got hurt for for me to say this joke real quick, please, don't kill me. Don't hang me. But um, when I found out that, you know, all these shots supposedly was taken and, and that happened and nobody got hit, it gives me it gives me the feeling that it was the scene off of In Too Deep. <laughs> if you don't know what In Too Deep is, it's a movie with Omar Epps and Al Cool J. And Omar Epps had to go as, uh, um, undercover as a gangster, and he wound up being Al Cool J, which his name was God in the movie. He wound up being this crew, and for him to kind of get initiated, he had to do a drive-by shooting. But him being a cop, he didn't really, he couldn't really shoot nobody, so he shot all the windows out. And you know, they and they made fun of him, it was like, "Oh man, he can't shoot," and he wanted to ooh wop, and I was like, "Nah, you ain't got no skills and all this other stuff." That's how I felt. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I really felt was like wow was we in too deep nobody got hit nobody nobody that was shooting at each other and they in the cars in this parking lot nobody got hit like I said thank God nobody got hit but nobody got hit I like your funny words magic man but man it really kind of hurt me broke my heart when I found that it was Sean Kemp in this stuff because Sean Kemp is the guy that's him and GP are the front runners to trying to bring Seattle Supersonics back. You know what I mean? He's the, him and GPs are guys that are advocating and being the front runners and the leaders of this movement. And um, for him to, you know, for this story to pop off and this to happen, you know, uh, with his name associated to it, man, I hope that really don't mess up nothing that he was trying to do because Sean Kemp is a good guy in the community. I heard nothing but good things about Sean Kemp. Um, in, in, in the Seattle uh, community. So, man, I, I just wish that, uh, I hope that everything is good. Uh, nothing will uh, prevail. And I hope that this don't stop the movement for the Seattle Supersonics, man, because that team most definitely should be in the league. Um, and, and yeah, pretty much it. That's just pretty much it, man. Um, he just... Gotta change this narrative around on that, man. Don't don't let that rain man stand for something else, man. Let it stand for what it was when you was in the NBA, you feel me? So ah, that, that's pretty much it, uh, peoples. I wanna I, I wanna say thank y'all. Thank y'all so much, man. Not for just this episode, man, but for all the previous episodes, for everybody that been rocking with me. From whenever, from whenever you started rocking with me, whether it was episode one, uh, episode 99, wherever you started rocking with me, thank y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank you. Because without y'all, man, I wouldn't, my my, my my podcast wouldn't be going to different streams and, and, and getting people of, uh, other people's attentions and stuff like that, man. And without y'all, some of y'all retweeting my posts, um, retweeting my logo and you know, looking to be on the, on the show, man, greatly appreciated. Um, because now, like I said, I'm on my 100th episode. <laughs> I'm here. I'm I'm knocking on doors. It's like now you can check me on a different platform now. It's not just going to check me out on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pod, uh, Podbean, and so on. It's now YouTube now. I told y'all I was coming. So now, not only you can hear me, you can most definitely see me. And like I said, man, this 100th episode is like, like a gift to me and to y'all. You feel me? 
So like I said, man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all remember all those platforms that I'm on because I'm not repeating no more right now. But most definitely what I'm going to repeat uh, for y'all, check my social media platforms out, man. My Instagram at um, MTMO underscore sports podcast. It's going to give y'all what clips, uh, what episode I'm out, a little clip of that episode, so on, what's going on in the sports world, all that. Um, check out my Facebook and my Twitter page. That's at my THTS, my opinion. You feel me? Make sure y'all go. It's, it's the same thing as my Instagram to give y'all what's going on in the sports world, what episode I'm on, and all that good stuff. Um, what else? You can check me out on. Check me out on Opulence Radio. Like I said, I've been telling y'all, it's a dope podcast radio station, man. Um, It got some other good dope podcasts. You can catch my podcast on there on Mondays and Thursdays, noon and 6 p.m. Um, what else? You can catch me on, catch my, uh, me and my guys, The Real Talk on ASAP Network. You feel me? Mondays and Thursdays, 9 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You feel me? Me, Ray, Chris, Kenny. Cut the shits on that. You know what I mean? Speaking our minds, giving the real talk what's going on in the sports world. Um, and also check out ASAP Network, period. They got different segments for different things, whether it's your baseball, whether it's your hometown sports, whether it's uh, sports betting. Check these guys out because ASAP Network is moving. It's on uh, Roku TV. It's on uh, Facebook. It's on Instagram. Uh, it's on LG. It's on a lot of stuff. It's on Android uh, App Store. So just make sure y'all just go in there and check out. Just type in ASAP Network. You know what I mean? And, and hopefully it'll pop up for y'all. Um, What else I got? Oh, I got to do my shout-outs as always. Shout-out to my favorite ladies as always. Locked in sports, man. They just dropped their uh, 11th episode. Pretty Dope. They're going to touch on a lot of stuff on that. It's not but a recap from the Super Bowl, the um, the trade deadline, the trades that's going on. So just check them out, man. You know what I mean? They they, they real dope. You know what I mean? If you like to sip your wine, listen to podcasts, and you like the sports, and you like the female aspect, that's them. <laughs> um, make sure you all check out my man Rod in a, on the Rod Uncensored podcast. From time to time, most definitely I'll be on there. Um, my guy is on YouTube, most definitely Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm pretty sure he 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 got his own uh different lanes. He also um do sports, um, everyday topics, you know, stuff like that. So make sure y'all check out Raw Uncensored. Um, who else? Who else? I think that's all I got for y'all. You know what I mean? And like I said, I appreciate y'all for joining me and for watching me. <laughs> and then, it, it, oh, of course, y'all already know, man. I got to sit here and give y'all my um my quote. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says that I'm possible. So believe in yourself. Take on that next step that you believe that you can take. I am a living proof. I just took on the next step that I felt like I needed to take and I wanted to take. So I took it. And now I'm here, Doug. You feel me? So all that butterflies that you get in your stomach, man, ain't nothing but excitement. It's not scared. It's excitement. Take that excitement and embrace that excitement. And as as always, check me out. <laughs>